Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It's packed with benefits to help unlock more value from your business purchases. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com. Hello and welcome to the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast. We explore the big money issues in the world of sports. I'm Michael Barr. I'm Dan Schwartzman. Oh, we're going to talk about wrestling, or wrestling as we used to call it back in Detroit many <laughs> years ago. Uh, uh, let's call it sports entertainment Goliath WWE, seeking buyers for its media empire, but returning chairman Vince McMahon's $9 billion asking price for WWE may be too much for prospective buyers to grapple with. Joining us to talk about this massive asking price is Bloomberg Technology and media analyst Geetha Raghunathan. So, Geetha, let's ring the bell. <laughs> See, we, we, we're we into wrestling. We are, absolutely. <laughs> Geetha, welcome to the Bloomberg Business of Sports. Thank you so much. Well, let's, let's start with the obvious here. It's like $9 billion. Now, I mean, I know it's an empire, uh, but that's a lot of money. It sure is. It's about a 35% premium to where the company is currently trading. They're at about $6.5 billion, uh, in enterprise value. Um, so definitely a, a fairly rich asking price. Uh, and if you just kind of look, uh, you know, in terms of multiples and what it means for the rest of the media landscape, so it translates to about a, a 22 times EV to forward EBITDA multiple that's at least twice the median uh, for general entertainment companies, uh, including, you know, Disney, Netflix, Warner Brothers, Paramount. So, so definitely a, a pretty big premium there. Um, but then if you look at it uh, versus just pure entertainment companies that don't have any legacy TV networks, so if you look at it versus an Endeavor or a Formula One, um, the, the multiple then seems to look a lot more reasonable and justifiable. Geetha, isn't this the perfect storm, though, in terms of timing for WWE? What I mean by that is you have the Saudis throwing money around in sports like it's growing on trees, right? I mean, they've invested in soccer uh, productions in their country, uh, you know, boxing matches as well. They're probably willing to throw a ton of money here. Also, sports entities are just, you know, the value of them just continue to rise when you talk about teams, for instance. So for the WWE to hit the market now, isn't this kind of the perfect timing? Oh, it absolutely is. And for them, uh, you know, you, you made some excellent points in terms of valuations. When we kind of look across the landscape at, you know, recent rights deals that have come up, we've seen at least 50 to 70 percent increases in recent renewals. So if you just kind of look at the media landscape, I mean, this is an area where investors tend to be really, really bullish. Sports is, is the glue that kind of holds the entire TV ecosystem together. Um, and so for WWE in particular, uh, this is a great time because this is, uh, you know, their new TV rights. Um, so, so they currently have deals with both NBC for Raw uh, as well as uh, with Fox for SmackDown. 
And those deals are five-year deals that come up for renewal in, in 2024. Um, but actually, the, the renewal process starts right now. I mean, they're, they're going to start their talks right now. The, 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 the deal ends in 2024. And so they want to kind of, I guess, uh, from that perspective, too, that the timing kind of makes sense for them. I want to talk about uh, Vince McMahon's daughter, Stephanie McMahon, because uh, there was a moment when she ran the WWE and and yeah. she did a fairly good job. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's, you know, I, I, I wonder, you know, the, with the unfortunately the turmoil that has happened now, you know, with the McMahon family, uh, how much of an impact will that play on the price of them trying to sell the WWE? Yeah, it's a really interesting question. I mean, I'm not sure if Vince McMahon's return is necessarily a good thing or a bad thing. So, you know, just kind of with all the controversy surrounding him, um, you know, I'm a little skeptical about certain parties and whether they want to engage. And also, we really don't know what his intentions are. So, I mean, you have to think about it. This He's a founder. He is, you know, he's the former CEO. He's the creative force behind this company. This is his life's work. I mean, is he ready to kind of just walk away from it all? I'm not so sure. Um, and if he kind of lingers on after a sale, again, I'm not sure whether, you know, partners would really like that or not. So, um it's a little bit of a gray area, and uh, you know, I, I think investors also kind of wonder what exactly his intentions are here, or whether this was just a way for him to kind of get back to the company and not really sell the company. Again, I'm not really sure. But Geetha, that said, though, McMahon hasn't been a silent owner, right? I mean, he's embedded his himself, his family within storylines, and let's face it, regardless of what he's been outside of the ring, and again, it doesn't seem like a great guy, the reality is he is a part of the storyline. So if somebody buys him, and this is a hypothetical, I guess, does it make sense to kind of sideline the McMahons completely, or is it possible to continue to have them play a role because of the fact they're so embedded? Yeah, so it kind of depends who buys them, right? So if you have like a Comcast, I'm not necessarily, or even a Netflix, for instance, I'm not so sure they would want all that controversy. Yes, you would want, uh, you know, Peter Levesque, who currently runs the, the creative and the content. He has done just a fabulous, fabulous job with that. And, and he's kind of really revamped the programming significantly. So I think they would definitely want him to stay on. There's no doubt about it. But as for the rest of the, you know, as for Vince, I'm not, I'm not so sure. Now, it, again, if the potential partner was an endeavor, it might be completely different because I, I think that actually makes for a nice fit. You know, you look at Endeavor, which owns UFC, which is closely associated with Dana White, and Dana White still runs UFC. And so, you know, there you kind of have, um, you know, you could have that nice um, fit between WWE, McMahon, and then you have UFC and Dana White. And, and you know, there I think he can continue to be involved. Um, but with other partners, I'm not so sure. One thing about the WWE compared to like a sport like the NFL or or the NBA or whatever you the WWE if you don't have the star wrestlers you don't have a product yeah yeah and, and I just wonder now it's what are some of the participants thinking about who are the wrestlers in the WWE about this sale no, that's a great question. Um, you know, so obviously they have had a lot of success recently with their programming, and we've kind of seen that even with, uh, you know, TV ratings. And arguably, TV ratings are down across the board. 
but if you look at you know these two pieces of programming, both Raw and SmackDown, they've he- they've ha- actually held up relatively well. So they're down about thirty percent over the past ten years. But if you just kind of look across the board uh, in terms of other properties, they've held up really really well. So I think their current strategy is working well. Um, and so obviously they will want to kind of, I think, continue with that going forward as well. But again, it really depends on who is willing to uh, kind of make a bid for, uh, for, for the company. Geetha, before I get to my question, I do have to ask you this. Uh, doing your research for this article, have you now become a huge wrestling fan? Admit it. <laughs> Admit it. Come on. Unfortunately, no. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I need to get a little bit a little bit deeper into it, yeah. Geetha, I, I got to ask you, you brought up Endeavor earlier. The, the company that, to me, kind of makes sense. They may not have the cash flow to make a deal by themselves. You know, I'm impressed with what Liberty Media's done in terms of you know, buying Formula One and, and making the deal with Netflix for that great show, uh, Drive to Survive. They've really kind of increased the value of that. What they've done with ownership, and Michael, I mean, I, I think you've seen it in sports yeah. with the Atlanta Braves as well. Mm-hmm. Is Liberty Media one of those companies that kind of might be sitting back there looking and saying, well, if the price is right or we find the right investor, this could be a product that we feel there's growth to? Oh, absolutely. I mean, if you think of John Malone and Greg Maffei, I mean, these, uh, they're really media veterans. They have extensive track records at maximizing media valuations. Uh, and they're really good, you know, where they really have a lot of expertise is they go out, acquire these media assets for less than $10 billion, um, and and that's where kind of WWE falls square right into that. But you look at all their prior acquisitions, whether it's a Formula One, whether it's a Sirius XM, Pandora. I mean, all of the, they've had so much of success with all of those companies. I think it definitely could provide a roadmap for, you know, a future strategy with WWE as well. I know we're running out of time, Keith. I apologize, but I, I, I always wonder about the WWE uh, because, you know, you're going up against Dana White and his product. And, you know, back in the day, you just had wrestling and that was it. Uh, if you wanted, you know, the wrestling entertainment, uh, where do you see the future of wrestling in general as we head forward? Do we, do we keep the ring? Do we keep the octagon? What What's going to happen? I mean, it's held up really, really well. I mean, if that's what, you know, there's obviously this, there's a great market for it. Um, You know, obviously, maybe a little bit lower in terms of total TV viewership uh, versus, uh, you know, back in the heyday. But it's still, it's still very, very valuable IP. Uh, It translates really well. And there is the super fan base that you have that's extremely engaged, uh, you know, that tunes into the programming, uh, you know, very, very frequently. Um, So I think it definitely, you know, as we kind of look forward, these these TV rights or you know, just the media deals in, in general hold a lot of value for, for any partner that's either going to acquire it um, or, or partner with it. So, uh, you know, definitely future definitely seems bright for um, all sports properties and, and definitely WWE as well. Bloomberg Technology and media analyst Geetha Raghunathan. You know what, Dan? Geetha, they're going to make her a wrestling fan. Oh, She's yeah. going to confirm. I can see it one day. Geetha's out in, in, in this out there and then watching the crowd. With a Hulkster gonna, t-shirt? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yelling, give him the pile driver. <laughs> <laughs> watching Ron SmackDown. <laughs> Geetha, thank you so much for joining us here on the Bloomberg Business of Sports. Thank you. 
This has been the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast. We explore some of the big money issues in the world of sports. I'm Michael Barr. You can follow me on Twitter at Big Bar Sports. And I'm Dan Schwartzman. Follow me at Dan underscore Schwartzman. By the way, you can download this show, all the podcasts, every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and download the show wherever you get your podcasts. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at CarterEconomicForum.com.